we'd like to welcome you back to part 5 of our current event and weekly Bible study for May 26th, 2013, and we're going to try to probably unsuccessfully finish out the uh, study today regarding um, the health corner questions, So, meaning that we might go to part 6, I don't know yet. Because uh, I'm on page 22 of the 39-page PDF we have for today. And a lot of the PDF is actually, I'm, I'm attaching material that pertains to the question. So you'll have it all in one spot to reference. Um, alrighty, let's see here. Uh, next question is entitled, Natural Alternatives for High Blood Pressure Medications and Receding Gums. Uh, listener named Tom, I was on a drug for high blood pressure, but I had to stop it because it made me sick. Uh, is there anything you can recommend that controls blood pressure naturally and will help receding gums that the blood pressure medication caused? So evidently he got receding gums as a side effect of the blood pressure medication. Medications have horrific side effects. And uh, blood pressure is one of the worst. And before I get into why it is, I'm going to kind of start kind of like with my answer first and then we'll get more into the... Uh, physiology of why that happens in a second here. So my response, um, see below, what I did is I pasted essentially my newsletter on the cardiovascular issues, about everything that could go wrong in the cardiovascular system. I have a newsletter and it's all in one spot as far as kind of what causes it, contributing factors, what to do about it, what supplements you might want to look at, those types of things. And a lot of these sup these newsletters that I put together are kind of a work in progress. And a lot of these, literally, you could go back 10 plus years. I started on these, and then I've added to them and improved them and tweaked them over time. So if you've seen this newsletter before, you reference it again, you might find there's a lot of extra information in there. Because, you know, I'll learn about a better product or something else that actually helps a condition. Um, I told them, I said, if your high blood pressure is not due to arteriosclerosis, meaning placking of the arteries, then this particular protocol works great. And it's the main product I use is called Cardio Plus from Standard Process. Uh, they're like, it's, it's a specific professional grade product that um, I carry and I've used you know, 20 plus years for any kind of cardiovascular issue, particularly if you're on the high blood pressure side. Um, that type of thing. It's, it's probably, if I can only prescribe one thing for the heart, that would be the one I would prescribe. Um, Cardio Plus by Standard Process. Six a day. They're little tablets. They're like food tablets. These are not like horse pills. And um, when it comes to these type of supplements, you need to think of them like food. Not like, oh my word, I've got to take all these pills or all these medications. These aren't medications. They're literally concentrated food tablets. And these are factors you're just not getting in your diet, typically. Um, so, anyway, then the other thing, if Cardio Plus didn't fully get the blood pressure lowered, I would add in Hawthorne by Medier. Hawthorne is considered like the queen of uh, cardiovascular. If there was like one herb you were going to take for your heart, Hawthorne is the one. I like Medier. It's professional grade. They're incredibly, um, the research they do to produce even one batch, or the, the testing, I should say, they, they do to produce one batch of herbs is absolutely insane. Herbs, it's very important you know what you're getting. And 
the vast majority of herbs on the market, you're not getting what you're paying for. Or actually, you might be getting what you're paying for if you go to Walmart and get them. You know, you're going to be getting something that typically doesn't have the active components of, let's say you read a test, you, you read a research paper, and it said, well, this herb caused this. Well, yeah, that herb, if it had these active components in them, and if you did a phytochemical profile, you determine that, yes, that herb, if, if it's of that variety. But most herbs aren't. Most herbs, it's all about money. And most supplements, really, on the market, it's about the money. Most supplements are synthetic. I try to gravitate toward food, either called food state or food-based nutrients. Um, the professional lines that I carry, that's what they are. Um, the herbs, I try to only get the best. I, if I deal with something, I try to deal with the best I can possibly find. And um, I've been at this over 20 years regarding this particular subject. And I was actually taking standard process products way be before that, probably when I was like 15. So I'm 44 now. I've been doing this for quite a while. I actually got into the whole clinical nutrition thing before I ever became a chiropractor. I actually... How I got into it was I went to a um, a little sports seminar. It's like a weight training or something. A local chiropractor had. He advertised it in the paper. And I went there and befriended him. Really liked the guy. And we hit it off really good. I ended up, he told me that I ended up referring like 60% of his practice. Like, because he was from Michigan. And he didn't really know anybody in southwest Florida. And, and we did. And, and I ended up referring a lot of people. Um, just because I was enthusiastic. I believed in the chiropractic. I believed in the clinical nutrition. And um, a really good guy. And he told me that if I ever went away, I would always have a place to come back to, to practice. And um, I actually ended up going to chiropractic college. A big reason was because of, of Paul. And um, got back. Then he gave me a book by Gary Kaw. After I graduated in, um, I graduated in 93, late part of 93, started practicing right away with Paul. In Florida, at the time, you had to do like a, literally it was a, almost a year internship. I mean, by the time you were able to take state boards, which are brutal in Florida, for really any doctor, um, I, uh, I was able to, um, I probably had to go through almost a year period before I was actually able to actually practice by myself as a doctor in Florida after I passed the boards and after I went through the internship because Florida was really stringent. But in the probably in the early part of, I would say, January of 1994, he gave me a book by Gary Ka called En Route to Global Occupation. And it was, the, it was the book that literally led me, that was how God chose to lead me to the Lord. I got saved from reading the book. And it was all about the United Nations and the Freemasons and the world government and stuff I had never heard but kind of always wondered about. And very, very well written. I mean, you could read it today and this, the information is just as valid. Um, he still has, I think, maintains like a website and has had other books too. And um, that was how he had a whole shelf of those things. I mean, that he would give out to patients as kind of like a, a witnessing tool and to wake people up. Um, it's very unfortunate he ended up going off into total, got totally greedy. I mean, just every multi-level that came along, every, and he just got off into nutty, crazy, uh, 
Pentecostal, uh, charismatic, which is kind of where why I ended up there because that's what he was into. But he also got very, very greedy. Um, probably around the same time, that same era when I came back, and he was in all kind of trouble with uh, the IRS. Got super greedy. Was in every multi level. The player was trying to recruit all the patients. I didn't want anything more to do with the guy at that point, and he wanted me to buy the practice from him for about $500,000. And I'm like, Paul, I'm already like, you know, 70 some thousand dollars in debt on school loans. I'm not going to do that. So we kind of parted ways. But he really went off, um, unfortunately, he really went off the deep end and uh, ended up leaving his wife for another woman. And, you know, in a way, he was kind of like my mentor. At first, he was a really good role model. And then all of a sudden, he just went, off the deep end, and um, uh, left his wife, who was one of the sweetest Christian women I have ever met in my life, and just stuck it to her like I couldn't believe, and, and it was just a really souring moment for me, but it didn't it didn't define me as a Christian, it didn't let that define me, or I was looking at Paul like, wow, I'm going to give up as a Christian, because of that's why the Bible says, cursed be the man, the trusteth the man. You know, and um, but I do thank God for for him putting Paul in my life, him giving me that book, for him helping me get into chiropractic and clinical nutrition. Um, but that's why the Bible talks about you know if we would judge ourselves, we would not be judged of God, and take heed lest you fall, and not to think of yourself more highly than you ought. And he had a whole Pentecostal church, Assembly of God, Pentecostal Charismatic Church, around him, basically telling him he was doing the right thing patting him on the back, which I've seen that tons and tons of time. Instead of rebuking him, instead of whatever, ends up marrying some unsaved barmaid lady that he finds and he leaves his wife. And basically, and then sticks her with mammoth amounts of debt bills that she was totally incapable of paying. Uh, but I've seen that over and over again from, you know, uh, people that say they're Christians. And, um, you know, it's really sad. It's really sad. But that's how I got, that's kind of like my story in a nutshell, as far as how I got into it initially. And um, then I was, he was doing a lot of new age techniques, a lot of new age stuff. We were doing a lot of muscle testing, kinesiology. I was being groomed to actually do seminars and teach other doctors. We were the number one standard process practice in the whole state of Florida. And that's a big deal because that's a big deal product line. And we were the number one doctor team in the whole state of Florida. We were turning away two to three people every day. And then I left, insurance restrictions started to kick in, and a lot of other things, and I, I went into a kind of a chastisement period from God, and I needed to be. So, um, but God, through that chastisement, ended up, I mean, I was doing, ac- I'm board certified in acupuncture in Florida. I was doing acupuncture, kinesiology. I, for- I think I forget all the new age stuff we were doing. And God pulled me out of all of that, but as a result, I lost most of my practice because I attracted, I was attracting the wrong type of clientele, new age, new agers and stuff, and God had to get me out of that. So that's another thing. There's, there's people that are doing all these new age techniques in chiropractic and calling themselves Christians, and I'm not saying they're not saved, but boy, there, there's a lot of this stuff is literally into the realm of witchcraft. I mean, they're dowsing. And stuff. They got those pendulum dowsers, and they're dowsing over products, and they're asking the body things. It's just, it's like necromancy. It's almost like 
a big, you know, going to a fortune teller. It's, it's that bad. Crystals and all kind of workings and there's so many traps in alternative healthcare. So you got to be really careful. I don't know what to tell you. Like I have people all the time. Well, is there somebody in Hoboken, New Jersey that I can, like I have no network, none, sorry. You know, I just don't have, that's the one thing I can't offer is a network at this point. I just don't know. Um, with doctors, with other like-minded Christians, because that's that tends to get corrupted as well, it seems like. you know, The devil, if there's any group of, of remnant Christian people really wanting to do the right thing, you know the devil's going to try to get in there and ruin it. You know, So these are things that if you have those questions, pray fast about it. If I can't help you, I'll try. But for the most part, I don't have a, a network. So going further... Um, uh, okay, so if the if the high blood pressure is just from not due to arteriosclerosis, okay, cardioplus, sometimes that's all it's needed, um, six a day. In order to get a therapeutic effect, you have to take a therapeutic dose, is what I tell patients. Maintenance dose is different. That's once you've already been there, now you're maintaining. Maintenance, that would be two to three a day. Hawthorne, bimetiherb is another thing you could add in. Um, not to say there's not other good herbs out there. Just do your homework. Do your homework regarding that uh, two a day. Now, I also put in here, obviously being in good cardiovascular health and not being overweight are also major factors with high blood pressure. Um, so that the, the two huge things right there. Not being overweight and um, good cardiovascular health. Now, I'm going to read you this excerpt from the newsletter. To, to make that, to make you understand, uh, to answer some questions I haven't answered yet. This is important when dealing with cardiovascular issues. For every excess pound of fat you carry, your body has to make six more miles of capillaries. Okay, those are the smallest forms of blood vessels, capillaries. Okay, that's literally, they're so small, it's what actually, uh, shunts the blood into the tissues and stuff where the cells are fed, okay? So every pound of fat you put on, your body has to make six more miles of capillaries, okay? In turn, your heart has to pump harder to get the blood through those extra capillaries and through that extra fat. So the, so the, so you're, in other words, the pressure in the blood, in the cardiovascular system, your blood pressure has to increase in order to do that. This will naturally cause the blood pressure to rise as the heart has to work harder. This is a compensatory mechanism of the body. It should happen. Okay, This is why obesity and hypertension and high blood pressure are so closely linked. There is a continuous linear relationship between excess body fat and high blood pressure. Meaning, the more body fat you have, the higher your blood pressure is typically going to be. If you respond to this medically by taking blood pressure lowering medication, you're just preventing the heart from getting blood to the tissues. You're saying, you're saying to the cardiovascular system, you know, you're really stupid. Yes, I've had, I put on 20 pounds, and yes, that means I've made another 120 more miles of capillaries. But you know what? My heart doesn't need to pump any harder. Okay? You're, you're stupid, heart. You're, you're so stupid. I'm so sick of you. I'm going to take this medication... And I'm going to artificially cause you to just not work where you should be so that that extra blood can't get through those capillaries. Okay? And that'll, that'll show you, Mr. Hart. I'll show you who's boss. That's, that's how we treat our bodies with meds. That's just one example. Okay? So, um, 
so this isn't the answer, at least not on the long term. Okay, I understand. You, if your blood pressure's through the roof, okay, you do that to get out of the woods. Okay, I understand. But I'm talking long term. It's not a fix. It's it's essentially, as I've explained this in the past, it's like the oil light coming on in your car, and you responding to that by blackening out the oil light, and you just keep driving. That's what taking high blood pressure medicine is like. Okay, so you don't have to. You don't have a deficiency of blood pressure medication in your body, okay? You're just carrying around too much fat, and maybe you're too out of shape as well. They tend to go hand in hand, typically, okay? This leads to my last risk risk factor, lack of exercise. The heart is a muscle, and as such, if it is not exercised, it will weaken like any other muscle. The more it weakens, the more insufficient it becomes, okay? So it's not an efficient pump. Maybe let's say if you were in shape in your teens and now you're totally out of shape in your 30s, that pump is not near as efficient as it was at one time due to lack of exercise and excess, let's say, body fat as well. doesn't help. Um, the more inefficient it becomes, the harder it has to work. This, in turn, can also cause high blood pressure and possible what they call tachycardia, which is a high heart rate. Now, for high heart rate, I add in organically bound minerals by standard process, as that feeds the parasympathetic nervous system, which is like the brakes on your car. It does it naturally. Okay, um, That's something else that somebody that has tachycardia, I might prescribe them. Um, which is really, all they are, kelp and alfalfa tab- tab- tablets. But be really careful with alfalfa, because it's one of the main GMO crops out there. Alfalfa is. So, um... Kelp and alfalfa is organically bound minerals by the standard process that I use, and that's very good for tachycardia. So anyway, um, let's go further. Aerobic exercises that uses large muscle groups should be done for 20 to 60 minute intervals at least three times a week to address this issue. 20 minutes three times a week is absolute bare bones minimum, and I really don't think it's enough. And I'm talking about walking. I'm not, that's all I'm talking about, walking here. Okay? Um... Ideally, 60 minutes on a treadmill three times a week would be good. Keeping your heart rate in like a 120 to 140 range. That is also a fat burning range. Okay, You go much above that, you're getting into where your body will tap into its glycogen reserves. Glycogen is stored in the liver and in the muscles. Okay, um, That's not really what you want to tap into if you're trying to burn fat. The reason is, is because glycogen, or which is from carbohydrates, is a preferred fuel source in the body. Meaning, if you're working at a higher rate, your body's going to, and, and your body's needing energy right then, well, then it's going to use the optimal fuel choice available, which in this case would be glycogen, carbohydrates, these types of things. In that environment, when your heart rate's much above 140, then what ends up happening is um, you're, you're burning carbs and you're not going to be burning fat, typically. Now, I understand, it's not like you're not burning any fat, and it's not like this is a totally black and white issue. I'm just talking about more of a fat-burning range as opposed to more of a cardiovascular um, glycogen carbohydrate burning. Uh, I'm not saying that getting your heart rate above that is bad. I'm saying, but for a fat-burning range, you're typically looking at that 120 to 140, Okay. And there's a lot, there's, there's exercise charts, a lot of times at gyms, and it'll show you targeting range, uh, target heart rate, uh, based on your age, and, and so there's a lot of wisdom in that as well. I'm just talking more in generalities. So, um, 
walking on a treadmill, great. Um, start slow, work your way up to these timetables just mentioned, particularly if you're really in bad shape and you're really at, you know, I mean, if you're like a walk and heart attack, don't just start gangbusters, obviously. You want to start slow. I never tell anybody to come off meds cold turkey ever. That's totally their choice. I cannot advise them in that regard because I'm not an MD. I don't have the magic white coat with the magic prescription pad. Okay, that makes everything better, and they make it all the symptoms go away, even though the underlying problems tend to fester when you take meds. Plus, they all have the side effects that they always list, and you know, then you have to take more meds to counteract those side effects. So, I don't have a problem taking meds to get yourself out of the woods, save a life, whatever. Okay, but long-term use of medications is typically a bad deal. I understand there's exceptions to every rule. Okay, but I'm just saying in generalities. And if you've heard my teachings on the pharmaceutical industry, you'll understand why. You can look those up at contendingfortruth.com. Just key in medical pharmacia, which is the root word for sorcery in the Bible. Um, Now, if your high blood pressure is caused by plaquing, um, you have to add in, well, you don't have to, but what I would do is you would have need to add in natokinase, which is an enzyme you take on an empty stomach, uh, actually derived from fermented soy, but it's not soy. You're not getting the bad stuff from soy. It's, it's derived from fermented soy, which is actually much better than regular. And also EDTA oral chelation. Now, you'll say, what do you mean if it's by plaquing? How would I know? Well, there's an easy test. It's called a Doppler ultrasound of the carotid arteries. Um, there's a, if you, if you, uh, it's hard to get MDs to do a lot of these tests because they have no interest in this stuff. They would rather wait till you have the heart attack and then crack your chest open and do bypass surgery or angioplasty or whatever. That's how they make their money. And I'm sorry, but that is. Um, a lot of times they're, they're not in a preventative mode at all. They're just going to give you meds up until the point where you have the big one, the heart attack. That's either going to kill you or they're going to tell you, oh, yeah, you need triple bypass. Like, that's fixing anything. Think about triple bypass. Yeah, um, my... My cardiovascular system is so gummed up with placking and fat that the arteries that feed my heart are, pl- are clogged up and it can't even oxygenate my heart anymore because they're so clogged up. So what we're going to do, our brilliant solution, is we're going to graft some veins from other parts of your body typically, or maybe they'll use stents, I don't know. And we're going to bypass those areas where they're really, really placked up. Because those areas where they're placked up are really stupid, and they're dumb, and I don't like them. And we're just going to bypass them. We're going to show those areas that are placked up with fat and, and stuff. And we're going to bypass them. We'll show them. And you'll be just as good as new. Yeah, like that fixed anything. It's a temporary fix at best. What about all the other hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of miles of arteries and veins and capillaries in your body that it might also be as equally as plaqued up? Well, an easy way to determine that without actually having to get invasive is a Doppler ultrasound of the carotid arteries. They go, they just take an ultrasound unit, they scan your, your carotids, no big deal. No, nothing bad with ultrasound. It's therapeutic. It's it's a, this is diagnostic ultrasound. There's also a therapeutic ultrasound. I was trained in that, and you could use that to heal an injury, and uh, very very good for that. Very good to break down scar tissue. Very good to break down heel spurs. 
any kind of bony uh, spur growth, if you use it in conjunction with a supplement standard process mix called Food with ultrasound gel, you can break down about any spur that could occur. Um, you can even use Food by itself with DMSO to break down bone growths or spurs or arthritic things. It's a whole other subject, but um, anyway... Doppler ultrasound of the carotids, they're pretty cheap. If you go to Lifeline Screening, probably lifelinescreening.com, I don't know. They'll tell you an area, uh, area uh, wherever in your area, if you live in the United States, obviously, is um, all I can really reference here. And um, they'll tell you where these screenings are being done in your area. And they're, and they're cheap, they're not very expensive. Um, you can find out. And if you get a Doppler ultrasound of the carotids and they're telling you you're 80% plaqued up, you better get on this right now because you're literally a walking heart attack. Even 60, I mean, you never know. A piece of plaque breaks off, you know. And so in that case, if you had placking and you wanted to get on it, you take natokinase and EDTA, oral chelation. Now, in the newsletter that I post in this teaching, I give you the links to a couple products you can get. I don't even, I don't even tell anybody to buy those for me because I can't even buy them for what they're sold on the internet. They're so cheap at HerbsPro.com. They don't sell the professional lines that I carry, but some of the professional lines that I carry don't make these products. So, in that case, I just tell people to go to HerbsPro.com and buy them there because I can't. I literally can't buy them for what you can... I can't sell them. I can't buy them for what you can... Um, I, don't know how to, I don't know how to put that into words. Anyway, I, the, the costs are so low that it's it's pointless for me to even try to sell them. I just refer everybody to Herbs Pro for those. Um, and when you read this newsletter, you'll see that. You'll see the uh, the links I give you to those things. Now... If you're really bad, and if you can afford it, you can always get IV, intravenous chelation treatments. Now, it's much more expensive. I mean, if you just did natokinase, which you always want to do that on an empty stomach. Actually, you want to do EDTA and natokinase on an empty stomach. But if you do those both, it's not very much money at all, okay, to do cycles of those. Uh, I would say you want to at least do a three-month cycle and then probably get rechecked, bare minimum. If you're really, really super plaqued up, I'd probably do four, five, six months. Remember, Rome wasn't built in a day. If it took you a whole lifetime to get plaqued up, don't expect to be unplaqued overnight. But the most aggressive way I know of to go after plaquing is intravenous chelation. Well, it actually literally fixes the problem of a whole lifetime of plaquing. can be reversed with that, and oral chelation just takes longer. Um, this is why the MDs have no, no interest in it whatsoever. And the doctors that even do this, MDs, because you have to be an MD to do intravenous chelation, they're a lot of times ostracized and, oh, you can't believe he's doing that. Why? Because it fixes the problem. Oh, that's right. You can't do surgery on that patient now because his arteries are clear. He was going to die any minute, but he went on IV chelation, turned everything around, and now he's not your patient anymore. Well, you know what, doctor? At least your heart was in the right place. At least you wanted the very, very best for him, right? I'm sorry, but I'm so cynical about this subject because I've been around it for so long. I've been knee-deep in it. I've worked with MDs. I've worked with neurosurgeons. I've worked with neurologists. I was almost basically a partner with an MD at a practice at one time. 
And and these guys were way better than the average MD because they were open to the whole. But I've had too many patients come back to me and too many people email me to not be totally cynical about the subject. You know, it's really sick, you know. So something works. Medically, they have no... Why? Because the medical industry has no financial interest in ever finding a cure for anything. Why? Because that takes away their revenue. That takes away all their surgeries. They don't want to find a cure for cancer. They don't want to find it. There, there, there are cures for cancer. There's tons of them. Cure for heart disease? Well, this is one of them. IV chelation. You know? Heart disease. It's not like your heart's disease, like it's rotting away or something inside you. Typically what that means is you're getting plaqued up because of lifestyle choices. Because of all the garbage that are in the food. Because of poor food. Because of, you know, you not having enough cardio. Too much fat. Stuff happens. Your your liver's totally fatty. And the, all those, you know, things aren't getting broken down in the, in the liver. It's cause and effect is all it is. So, um, this is a natural way to go after that. IV chelation is... Now, again, I don't have any network. You're going to have to do that research on your own. I don't know what to tell you. Um, there was a guy back in Naples where we were at named Pinkle. He did it. He was an MD. Uh, but beyond that, you're going to have to check your local... Maybe do an internet keyword search, whatever. But I know guys that have come to me and swore to me it saved their lives. IV chelation. I think you can accomplish the same thing with the oral. What I'm talking about, it just takes longer. And now, IV chelation, downside. You got to sit there for one to two hours at a pop with a big old calf needle in your arm. And it's, I don't know what it is now, but you're looking at probably 100 to 150 bucks a pop every time you go in there. And the more plaqued up you are, the longer it's going to take. Anywhere from 20 to 50 treatments, depending on how much you're plaqued up. That's been... Now maybe there's new things available. I don't know, but uh, I'm just kind of warning you about what to expect with that. So then he also asked about receding gums. And for that, if you were just going to do one thing, I would prescribe Saruta Plus by standard process six a day. Um, It just helps to rebuild the gums. And a couple other, if you really had... uh, if your teeth were involved, especially, and you, and you had receding gums, you would want to add in BioDent by standard process. Um, or if you had uh, prone to cavities, stuff like that, BioDent is a very good product. BioDent was actually um, one of the first products ever developed by standard process, which started in 1929. It was one of the first health companies, supplement companies there was. It was developed by a doctor named Royal Lee who was an absolute total genius. He had developed over 100 patents um, uh, prior to even, well, actually, I think at the, I think even prior to starting standard process. He was a dentist. And this was one of the first products he ever developed for his patients. Um, it's BioDent, and it was for their teeth. And it's amazing. It prevents cavities. Uh, it's a bone toughener. Uh, it's good for receding gums. Uh, just a really, really good product. And then the other thing they have listed is calcium lactate for uh, by standard process for receiving gums. I'm just giving you protocols that I've got, okay, for these different things. So uh, anyway, here's my health newsletter, and I go through all the things that set you up for plaquing, smoking, um, 
trans fatty acid, consumption of fats. Now, you're going to need to read these because it's just too much for me to try to go over. Um, also, refined carbohydrates and sugar and refined flour. That's another thing that really sets you up for plaquing of the arteries. Um, and I go through in there and show you that. Fourth category, chlorinated water actually plaques you up as well. And I give you all the information on that. And then the other things I've already went over, other risk factors for cardiovascular obesity and lack of exercise. And then we get into the actual supplement remedies, which I've went over a little bit of that already. Okay, and then also a protocol for angina, which is chest pain. But see, angina is just basically saying that, you know what, you're getting close to having a heart attack because you're getting such low blood flow to the heart because you're so blacked up, typically, that you're going to start to have chest pains. All that is is a warning system that God gives us in the body to let you know there's a problem. Okay, So ultimately, you would want to deplaque your arteries, but there is a cofactor of the E-complex fact family called Cataplex. Well, it's E2. And it's the only, Standard Process is the only company I know of that makes it. Um, all of the recent expeditions to Mount Everest or mountain climbers typically will take this because it super oxygenates the bloodstream. Now, it will not reverse plaquing, but it's kind of like if you were to take nitroglycerin, you know how people have the chest pains and they have their little nitro tablets? Well, what that does is it dilates the arteries around the heart, stops the angina pain. Cataplex E2 doesn't really dilate the arteries, it just super oxygenates the blood, gets you out of the woods, but it's not a long-term fix if you're plaqued up. Okay, so anyway, talk about that. And um, then if you have arrhythmia, bundle branch block, murmurs, or skipped heartbeats, there's another fact uh, side of the B-complex family that you need. It's not just regular B-complex that go to Walmart and get. This is a specific product called Cataplex B. And um, also for mitral valve prolapse, you need magnesium as well. So anyway, I, I get into those. I also get into the products I just mentioned for uh, natokinase and uh, EDTA chelation. Um, give you all that. And um, plowing through this pretty quick now. And um, how to prevent calcifications in the body. Get into that. Give you some suggestions there. Tachycardia, already went over that, organically bound minerals. If your HDL, LDL, VLDL lipid figures are out of range, which that will set you up for plaquing, um, you need to make sure you're making you're taking in the right type of omega-3 fatty acids, particularly ones that are heavy in EPA. And the one I use is called tuna omega-3 oil, and that's a good one for that. But there's not to say Nordic Naturals is a really good one you can get in a health food store. Make sure that they're molecularly distilled or filtered. Because there's a lot of garbage in fish oils that needs to get, we need to get out of them. As the seas become more polluted, it's just going to happen. So, uh, anyway, give you some stuff on fish oil. And then also about kidney and liver detoxing. Uh, this is more like one-stop kidney and liver detox. If you don't want to do the flush, the liver detox, okay, which I get that. I totally get why somebody wouldn't want to do that. Um, there are alternatives. I would do the choline and the liveplex then. And um, that's a really good thing if you don't want to do the flush. Because the flush is a pain, you know. But I'm trying to save people money, too. And the flush is, of course, the Livaplex isn't very expensive. I mean, if, if you did, you really need to do two bottles if you do it. I think they're like 21 or 22 a bottle. And you're done. 
you know, it's like a month cleanse. You do six a day, and you do six a day choline. You're going to be taking care of fatty liver, gallstones, uh, detoxing the liver, and you're not going to actually have to do the flush. So it's, for a lot of people, that's preferable. And for that, I do choline and liveplex. And then also rena food, which would be a good one for the kidneys. Incredible kidney overall support product. Also helps with kidney stones, but that's also another issue that I've had amazing results with the kidney stones. You have to add in a product called Phosphood and Magnesium with Rena Food if you want to address kidney stones. And I, in hmm, almost 20 years of practice, I think it has about a 99% success rate on kidney stones. I can't tell you how many people have not have descheduled their surgeries. I put them on this. They don't need their kidney stone. Whatever it's going to be, lithotripsy or uh, whatever they're going to get. Okay, It literally will melt a kidney stone like a piece of ice and it's not even painful. You just pass it like sand. As opposed to lithotripsy and it's like passing ground glass, which is really fun, I've heard. Um, anyway, so I give you some information on those products if you're interested in ordering them. I don't have a website. Standard Process has banned all internet sales of their products or um, since about 10 years ago, they came out with sweeping um, regulations where if doctors are caught selling them online via website, they never get to order from us again. So that's why I don't have a website for these products, the professional line, and you typically have to get them through a, a, a doctor of some sort, healthcare physician of some sort. Um, so you have to kind of go through me, but I make it as easy as I possibly can for you. And um, I've, I've done that for a long time. There's a little disclaimer here regarding the information I'm going over. I have to, I have to post the disclaimers. So, um, okay, I'm done with part five. And I've still got four pages to go. I'm on page 35. But I really want to devote another part to this because I'm almost out of time totally. And this is on all the new viruses and emerging potential pandemic stuff that all of a sudden are really, really, really cropping up as of late. Not to say they haven't been brewing, but there's a lot of new developments in that area. I wanted to go over that, and I just don't have enough time. So, um, God bless you, and we will see you in part six.